Joining us now, Kevin Ives, Plainsman Parking Lot at AUPPL on Twitter, joins us here on the program. And Kevin, we hate that we're talking today, meaning the season came to a close last night, but the time is always greatly appreciated. How'd you wake up this morning, Kevin? Uh, I still woke up pretty good. Woke up pretty. I mean, it was definitely a disappointing end of the season, but I mean, you can. The only thing that would have been better would have been playing for a championship or winning a championship. I mean, you'd already exceeded expectations going into the season by leaps and bounds and sort of kept taking those next steps. That's what, you know, Butch has always talked about is like you, you want to keep building and leaving a legacy. And, and Auburn did that. You know, Auburn got that first win in Omaha and. 25 some odd years um, got the bug of a beat Stanford for the first time um, I think in program history um, who normally has knocked Auburn out of the College World Series and they've been um, but you're just kind of building you're leaving a legacy and it was just been a it was mainly just looking back on what a great season it's been and just how many people um, I think started paying more attention to Auburn baseball and sort of um sort of seeing just how fun and how special it can be and it was just a it's just been a great year and and it's just the it felt good to have um uh, to felt to feel a little bit uh normal you know you had a capacity crowd um for most of the games um you had fans back in the stands and it just it felt good um and it felt great and uh, you know it's it's going to be it's a special year this will go down as one of the best years in Auburn history um and it's just going to keep getting better and better and I think that's the, the best thing for me is just being hopeful for next year and the future of the program Kevin, so uh, so so far uh, Auburn's been to two College World Series. You've had a number one overall draft pick. Uh, you mentioned the the fans coming out to the to the stadium. They've been selling out games. Uh, just how big has Butch Thompson been for this program, and, and what he's already done, and what he can do going forward? I mean, it's he's been the perfect fit. I mean, I can't I can't I can't heap enough praise on him. Just. From the team that he took over and to the mentality that he's instilled and, you know, just the way he has been a just a, a salesman, really, for the program um, and constantly trying to improve and constantly trying to make sure um, that Auburn is noticed and is respected. Um, you know, if you just listen to him talk and just get post-game interviews, like it's, I mean, I can listen to him talk for, for hours and days, um, but he is a great representative of Auburn. He's a great representative of um, the university and really just of, um, of just of baseball in general. And I think Auburn's really lucky to have him. And, you know, with, with him and Bruce, a lot of people have talked like that's a, that's a huge one-two punch. You're just trying to sell your program. Um, and it's a little harder to sell a program in baseball because you're doing a lot more behind the scenes. Like you're going to all these, um, you know, coaches conventions and, um, you know, there's a lot of time that you have to spend basically on the road with your assistants and stuff like that. Um, and it's tough. I mean, because you've got a lot of other factors to try to get a kid on campus um, than you do if, if they wanted to come play basketball or football. Like you're competing with a lot more outside groups. Um, and just to, the team that he's built and the mentality he's built and um, just the positivity around the program, it can't be understated. With Sonny Deshera, we might have seen the last of him in an Auburn uniform last night as we figure that he'll get drafted in the first few rounds of the MLB draft here this summer. Uh, what did Sonny Deshera mean to this Auburn baseball team this season? And what is this team like if they don't get Sonny Deshera on their roster? I, 
You know, they'll be okay. Um, and and they'll, it's, it's really just going to be a next man up mentality, you know, if he, if he does not come back. But I think the best thing that you can say about Sonny is that that infectious joy that he had playing baseball kind of just radiated. And it was just amazing to see how many fans encouraged him and how many fans got behind him. You know, did the, um, the Shayla Luna, you know, hand motion and everything. And he just kind of made baseball fun. And, and the, one of the biggest things that gets kind of overlooked in baseball is that it is a game. It's supposed to have fun with it. Um, and I, I think that he kind of reinstilled that into a lot. I mean, it's hard not to watch the guy and not love him. And and I think that that he was been he's been a great ambassador for the game, um, being able to tell his story about coming back from his surgeries, um, and just leaving this legacy at Auburn. It's it's just incredible. What element of this roster this season was most surprising? Was it the contributions from the guys that transferred in? Was it uh, some of the, some of these pitchers that that kind of got forced into the high high leverage roles this year? What was the most surprisingly good part of this team this season? I think there's a couple things. I think the transfers were were a big impact, and obviously you can't talk about the transfers um, and the impact they have without you know talking about um, Sonny and without talking about Brooks Carlson, um, but you know. The way the pitching staff or the way the coaching staff was able to um, find meaningful transfers and impact transfers um, that were able to contribute immediately was was fantastic. And it's going to be something that they'll have to keep doing in the future. I mean, that's the next evolution of the of the college baseball game. But to me, I think the, the best thing um, that I saw was actually something that it hadn't really been talked about, but it's guys like Mike Bello and, and Bobby Pierce that kind of um, played their way into starting roles and, and into co- and the contributing roles. Um, and, and it's it's guys um, like Ryan Dial, like Brooks Fuller, who, you know, are, are still, you know, battling and, and, and still getting their, their shot and stuff like that. And I think it's just the fact that Auburn never really had to be super reliant on one guy, and that was the make or break. Like, you had guys that would step up whenever they need to. Um, and you kind of just saw that, um, mentality in the team to where they played as a team they played they came together um, and it was just fun to see and fun to watch it was fun to watch the team grow um, as the season progressed and I think that's one of the better things because you watch guys kind of hit that second gear when they needed to like Blake Burkhalter coming down the stretch um, you know closing out games you know after having a couple you know rough outings in the middle of the season you know Joseph Gonzalez really you know coming into form um, after battling his injury and stuff and so just the way the team matured over the season as a team is one of the best things that that um, I enjoyed watching this year Kevin Ives Plainsman parking lot on Twitter at AUPPL is where you could give him a follow. Tell us a little bit about the pitching staff, Kevin, because you take a look at what Auburn could be next season. Again, this is so fresh to look at that less than 24 hours shy of uh, of when Auburn's season came to a close. But from the starter's perspective, when you look at somebody like Joseph Gonzalez or Trace Bright or Mason Barnett all have the opportunity to come back next season. Hayden Mullins returning from injury. I mean, those starters look pretty good going into next year. And more experienced will be one of the bigger things too. 
Yeah, I think that's kind of the, one of the, the bigger things that are that's going to come out. Um, and really, this is kind of the toughest part of the season right now is because it's basically hurry up and wait because you won't really know what roster you have until the fall um, because guys can still enter the transfer portal. Um, guys can decide to step away from baseball and guys can get drafted. Um, you know, baseball is kind of unique in that way that, you know, if if you want, you know, you could easily go to a JUCO um, if you were an underclassman um, and make yourself draft eligible almost immediately after that. So um, it'll be interesting to see who comes back. I wouldn't want to even speculate as to um, who would come back or, you know, why they would uh, come back or because every guy's going to make their own decision on their own. Um, but I think whatever the case is, it'll be a situation where the fall is going to be really important um, to kind of see, get your first look at some guys and get some guys too that maybe not, that maybe did not um, contribute a lot to, to at, towards the end of the season. Um, you know, maybe they were redshirted or, um, you know, they're going to have to take a year, but um, it's going to be, that's going to be the, the best thing to see in the fall uh, because normally in the fall the pitching is going to be a step ahead of the hitting um, and you kind of want to see where Auburn is and the good thing is too um, you know Auburn's going to have an influx if a lot of their commitments you know pan out and don't get drafted or, or go the JUCO route um, they've got commitments from uh, about five left-handed pitchers I mean they'll all be freshmen um, but just the ones that you know that I've seen so far that's going to make the lineup a lot more balanced and you're not going to have for a lie on uh, the one or two left-handed pitchers that we have, um, so it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, that's the the best thing. The, how you kind of take the season to me when you go to that sort of pre-SEC is that's really when you're getting these guys work. You're kind of figuring out their roles. Um, it's very rare that you have a team that goes from opening weekend to final weekend and they use the same one, two, three on the weekend. So um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see from the off season and then through the fall. Um, and then even the before SEC play starts next year. Who do you like to win the national championship series? Auburn's eliminated, but the College World Series moves on. Who do you like? I, I like Ole Miss, although Oklahoma, it, it's, it's kind of funny to me. I think Oklahoma is um, they're up 5-1, I think, uh, last I looked over A&M. Um, and in Oklahoma, Ole Miss series is going to be incredible. I mean, it's it's going to be fun for both teams. They've, they've both got superstars. There's just something – watching Ole Miss play, um, and we'll be interested to see how they come out tonight. Um, but watching Ole Miss play, they seem to have really rallied um, in the in the postseason um, and come together as that last team in and kind of fighting their way through and how dominant their pitching has been, which has really been kind of a bugaboo for most of their season. But um, you know, that, my my pick right now would be Ole Miss. Um, that's I haven't seen anything that would have a, a knock on them, but Oklahoma's been playing fantastic, and both I mean, both of those teams kind of have the the hard the hard road. You know, A and M and Arkansas are going to have to beat both of those ta- both of those teams twice if they want to make the championship game, and um, it's it's just going to be fun either way. I mean, it's it'll be the end of the season; it'll just be incredible. But yeah, Ole Miss is my pick. Starting uh, at the top of the ninth inning, Oklahoma has that five one lead over Texas A and M. I'm thinking about how crazy it'd be if Oklahoma were to win it all. Their softball team won the women's college World Series, and here we are, the baseball team three outs away defensively from having the opportunity themselves to compete for a national title. Kevin, we have always appreciated your visits uh, all throughout the season for many years here going. We'd love for people to follow you on Twitter there at AUPPL. And again, just want to say thank you so much for all your chats with us throughout this baseball season. 
Absolutely. And if you're in town right now and you're listening on the radio, I think the team's coming back at like 4, 405. Yeah. Um, so, or 4, 415. So, yeah. um, get out to Plainsville Park and welcome them back and um, get ready for uh, 2023. It's, you know, a little over 200 days away. So, uh, so next season. Love it. Kevin, we certainly do appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again soon, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. All guys. right. That's Kevin Thanks, Ives. Kevin. He's joining us there on the program.